Wen and I want to express our gratitude for every one of our listeners. Thank you for being a part of this podcast and sharing this space with us each week. We are now offering an opportunity to work with Wen or myself individually in a deeper look towards what's true about life and who you really are. If you'd like to know more, email me or Wen for more details. In a three-day dive under the noise, anything is possible. Let's find out. Now on to the podcast. Welcome. This podcast is an exploration into being human and what's possible when there's less attention on the noise in our heads. Warning. While listening to this broadcast, you may experience moments of deep peace, sighs of relief, personal insights, or long stretches of dead air. Do not be afraid. This is normal. Under the Noise with Wynn Morgan and Kate Roberts. Welcome to Under the Noise. I'm Kate Roberts and I'm here with Wynn Morgan. Hi, Wynn. Hello, Kate. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. Good. You're looking rather shiny today. I just noticed that yeah. as you were. Yeah, I know we've been chatting. You and I have been chatting for the last kind of like 30 minutes, but I just noticed how shiny you were looking. Um. <laughs> oh, that's now, a being a guy, before you go anywhere with this, right? Before you go anywhere like, with well, this. How long have I had my makeup on? No. That's a guy's. That's a guy's way of complimenting somebody. Oh, okay? like I'm like I'm glowing. Glowing is a better. Right. Way. Yes, that's Thank that's you. what I meant. You see, being a guy, the word glowing didn't occur to me. That's what I meant. You're glowing even more than normal today, Kate. There you go. Thanks. And that's the end of this week's episode, and it's called "How to Compliment a Woman by a Man." And I need all the help I can get. Good jokes today, just right out of the gate. Thank you, Wynn. I appreciate it. That is lovely to hear. Notice how I looked at my cam and I was like, oh, am I really shining? I mean. <laughs> glowing, I think, was the word we landed on. Glowing is a far better word than shining. Oh, well, I appreciate you. That's, that's nice yeah. to hear today. So you, you had some ideas about what to talk to. Well, I had an idea. Um, so with the levity that we started with um, today, I'm going to share something that is less worthy of being levity or of whatever the word would be. Um, I'm not very good with words today. Yeah, just in the last few days, I, I heard that three people I know have, have died um, too very suddenly um, and relatively young, one younger than me, one about, 10 years older than me. so it, And um, I knew that the person 10 years older than me, I, I got to know that person really well in the last two years. So it was a bit of a shock when I heard a few days ago. And, you know, as well as not knowing what to say and whether to send um, a message to this partner and other people that, you know, common friends, friends of mine who are closer to him than I was, as soon as that kind of subsided, well, I went to my brother's grandson's fifth birthday party. I took my mother, who is um, in her late 70s, to her great-grandson's fifth birthday. So it was just kind of a big reminder of life, everything from 
hearing about a friend's passing to someone celebrating the fact that they're five and and um and as i was watching i don't know 30 kids on this bouncy castle eating crisps potato chips as you'd call them and messing around and stuff like that it reminded me that i don't know how long i've got none of us do so i thought well I'm going to enjoy it. I want to enjoy it more. And that's what it reminded me of. Because uh, there's been lots of times where I could be worried about the minutiae, the really small things, like getting a word right. Um, <laughs> I don't know which seat to choose on the plane on Friday. Right? I could agonize over that because I get a choice of do I sit in this row in the window or the other window seat on a different row and it's like what am i doing what am i doing worrying about that stuff and i remember just laughing at watching these kids on this bouncy castle on saturday afternoon and and um and jet and his sister violet who was only a year and a half older than him kind of having such a great time when i thought i want more of that now, thankfully, I'm quite childlike. I'm quite young at heart anyway. But I think I could... The reminder of what happened on Saturday is very timely for me to kind of enjoy things. So, as a result of that, I had two options for where to go on, um, which hotels to stay in on vacation at the end of <laughs> August and into September. So both of them I could cancel um, without any penalties until some of the 20th of August. So I chose the nicer one. I canceled the last nice one. And booked a really nice place for me and my brother to take my mother for her birthday at the end of September. I don't know what else I did, right? But it's already kind of playing out. And while... You know, it doesn't mean, hey, I'm going to forget to pay bills now. Let's be really irresponsible and be like a five-year-old. I, I hope it's not that, but I hope it's just less of the being tied up in the things that don't matter and to enjoy more of every moment that exists. So that's my starter for us to talk about today. You know what I love, when. I love conversations with you that seem like they're about death and they're actually about life, about living, appreciating, feeling lighter about anything, everything. So I have a question for you. If this kind of insight into what you want as far as living more, I guess is a better way to say it, living more. What does that look like? Like if this was actually like this long-term insight that affected your decisions moving forward or just your day-to-day, -day, what does that look like to you? 
first answer is I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, that's probably going to be my second and third answer too. Because <laughs> I'm not going to know. But this is what I've noticed. Because as you asked the question, I went, this isn't just since you know the last few days. Mm-hmm. This kind of, I, I've noticed it. Uh, and I can't remember if we've talked about it on other episodes. I've certainly written about it in my um, in my own newsletter back in, I think, February and March. It might have been January and February. But it was one of them which was um, an article I wrote about, we're always playing the, with the house's money. Mm. That feeling, that feeling of playing for the sake of playing as, a, as opposed to playing to win or playing, hoping not to lose, playing for the sake of playing, living for the sake of living as opposed to living with an end result in mind. And to me, I don't know, you know, what what will what will come from that. But it is, there's a lot more curiosity than fear. That's one thing I notice that's different. My mind is more open than tight. My eyes are looking that way, not back in. My eyes are looking outward that way, as opposed to back inside my head. And that's one thing I'm noticing, bit by bit. And sometimes you and I have talked about it, and it comes back to the feeling. Right? We've talked about it it's a number of times. It just comes back to the feeling, and the feeling is where all the juice is, and that informs us about the best of us and our innate wisdom and the knowing what to do if there is something ever to do. The feeling of living as opposed to the feeling of trying not to die. Or the feeling of living as opposed to living right. That is, you know, that to me is just something that I can feel as I say it. And I and I hear a lot about in the last few years. People have I, I've seen it a lot in various, I don't know, media outlets and in social media as well as on mainstream media, living your best life, as if that's a thing to go and achieve. That to me just seems to make less and less sense, because I think that living the best life is always now always available now, regardless of what anyone is doing. Because there is a miracle in the fact that we are breathing now and noticing now and experiencing now and taking in information now from our five senses and the sixth sense that we may may or may not have. That to me is worthy of honoring as opposed to something to take for granted. That's what I'm noticing, and I want to do more of that honoring as opposed to living my best life means I will only be in that good hotel as opposed to the, you know, the excellent hotel as opposed to the very, very good hotel. It's like, no, I have a great time in either one, I'm sure. Or I could have a miserable time in either one, I'm sure. Meanwhile, if I can notice that this feeling is that I can just live and breathe each moment wherever I am, even if I'm at the queue in line or in a traffic jam, or my grocery stores run out of the thing I wanted. 
and like and be there you know going it should never happen or you know i get a wrong charge on my credit card which is something i was getting a little bit antsy about a few hours ago it's like what not worth it yeah right yeah i did i wrote the the email to say hey you need to look at this i expect an answer in the next two hours but not the um the two-year-old tantrum win which can easily show up which is jumping up and down in the this is so unfair this should never happen and you know i get freaked out for you know 90 minutes over there i want less of that and the less of the entitled i should have earned this the less of all that kind of stuff and more of the noticing that every moment is a miracle in itself how possible that is i don't know because i think if the only thing i did was notice the miracle in every day i don't know how safe i'd be behind the wheel of a car right because i need to have some focus on the the regular things too right but i don't want to forget the big things i don't want to forget that in my opinion the meaning of life is to live I'm done. And now, your turn. A couple of things occurred to me while you were talking. For some reason, it brought up, I know someone, and this person, like if you looked at them, you would think, oh, they live fully, right? Like they have this like, I'll sleep when I die kind of mentality right so they're always doing and and there's this new thing to do and this new thing to learn but it seems to come from an energy like on the outside it looks like oh awesome you got a great life right all these doing all these things and accomplishing all these things right but underneath it seems to have this energy of fear of slowing down like if I stop, then I'll have to look at these other things I don't want to see. I don't want to look at that. I don't want to feel this. I don't want to look at that. And so, and I think it was your, you know, living your best life kind of thing. It's a thing. Whereas this seems with this person, like it's the thing. And it seems grand and wonderful and full but there's something underneath it that is different. It doesn't have a full energy behind it. So that's kind of interesting because on the outside, it looks like living your best life. But then I thought about that if I had that insight, that feeling, that it would seem like surrender. Like surrender is really, really fresh for me right now. Or even acknowledging when I'm not doing it. Like noticing when I'm not. Like if I could imagine living more, it would look a lot like giving up control and surrendering to life. 
I don't know what that looks like. But there's a sense that it's been calling me forever to let go, to just trust. It looks a lot, it looks a lot like not letting my personal mind drive the car anymore, or at least most of the time. Because I don't think it's, I think life is a lot more simple than it feels most of the time for me. I think I overcomplicate. You know, when I find myself in some kind of situation in life where, like you, I get these reminders from life experience that there's no there's no guarantee of time. It feels very clarifying, like nothing else, really. You know, those reminders, like all of a sudden, there's clarity and focus and aliveness in it as well. Even if it's somebody that I know that passes, I'm like in the present moment all of a sudden. Feels like an appreciation for the reminder. I remember someone saying to me a while ago after someone close to them died and said, death is a very peculiar thing. They said funny, but they meant peculiar as opposed to funny, ha-ha, so I'm going to use the word peculiar. So death is a very peculiar thing. And instantly I went back and I said, I think life is the peculiar thing. Because these atoms and molecules and cells aren't animated and alive for a long time. It's a blink of an eye in the big scheme of things. So that, to me, is what is worthy of being honoured and seen as special as opposed to its return to the nature of what it was before it was animated and alive with consciousness and intelligence and literally a life of its own. Thanks, Wen. Thank you. And I hope you're listening, wherever you are. Got something from this conversation, and, and if it's close to home right now when you're thinking, well, you know, this just seems like two people talking BS for a bit. Come back and listen to this episode in a month. And if you got something from it right now, we'd love to hear. We really do love getting your feedback and your thoughts and your insights based upon what, what Kate and I talk about. And if there's anything else you'd like us to share and talk about in future episodes again, please do let us know. You've been listening to this week's episode of Under the Noise with me, Wynn Morgan, and my amazing co-host, Kate Roberts. Thank you, Kate. And we'll speak to you again very soon. Have a good week. Thanks for joining us. We'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and review. If you have a topic or question that you'd like us to chat about, email Wynn or Kate at win at winning.co.uk and Kate at katerobertscoaching.com. Until then... Enjoy what's possible under the noise.